Why are just chilling in front of the fire? <laughs> Welcome to CCM in 3D. Hello, fellow CCM enthusiasts, or maybe you're just interested in some of the origins of some of our favorite artists or some great music from the era, whatever it is. Welcome to CCM in 3D. We're your tour guides of some great stuff. Look back into CCM from 1985 to 1995. And here we have the 3Ds. We've got Dave. We've hey, got everybody. Derek. Howdy. And we got myself, Dan. Yep. Uh, and today... We're actually not talking about 1985 to 1995. What? You're kidding. All. Why is it? You never told me. We, we are going to we're going to we're going to call this out of bounds. Oh. Oh boy. Uh oh. Yeah. Okay. So that that would be my out of bounds whistle. Uh -oh. okay. Out of bounds. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so normally, again, we we limit our talk to you know kind of those formative years of 1985 to 1995, and we thought, you know what, there are some albums that just get outside of 1995 and just pre-1985, we thought, hey, wouldn't it be fun to talk about a few of those? Yeah. So that's what we're kind of looking yeah. at today. Um, we've got some pre-1985, some post-1995, um, and I think we want to start in pre? Sure. Yeah. Or do I just go sure. back and forth? Okay. No. You're the tour guide, man. We're just All telling right. you. So pre-1985, <laughs> um, again, quite honestly, there's a lot of albums on either side that I could that I would like to talk about or love to go into and I was searching for something uh, I think a lot of my personal favorite albums really kind of debuted in 1985 uh, like White Hearts Hotline mm. uh, you know came out in 1985 Amy Grant Unguarded Petra Beat the mm -hmm. System Allies and their self-titled album Striper Soldiers Under Command all those were 1985 mm -hmm. so you know, during that time, I was looking for more from these artists. So they would come out, you know, like Hotline came out. I'm like, oh, my goodness, hot, you know, what? Hotline was amazing. So I had to go back to their previous albums. And some of them just weren't the same to me. Mm -hmm. You know, they weren't really a complete, complete album. Yeah. So there were right. some that I liked when I heard was maybe when I was maybe 14 to 16 years old, some great memories. So I kind of chose to stick with albums that were a little more complete for me or had some of those memory jogs. Oh boy. Uh, Where are we going here? Oh yeah, well, well, so it, I mean, it's really kind of no surprise, <laughs> but I think Michael W. Smith's project uh, from 1983, that's where I'm going. I mean, it's okay. kind of a surprise, but not really a surprise. No, that's a good one. Uh, yeah. I mean, for me, I just never good. really heard anything like it before. Um, I love the catchy sing along songs to it. Um, there were some great players on that, too. Um, you know, it opens opens with, uh, some, again, something very familiar in Christian music. They didn't want to turn anybody off real quick. So they, he opens with Sonata and D, you know. <laughs> and then he, you know, kicks in with a guitar, you know, with the We Need to Save Your Songs, Be Strong and Courageous, Race is On, Great is the Lord. Uh, of course, the vastly overplayed Friends is on this one. Yes. But it was, you know, heart-touching at the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And uh, just some fun memories oh. for me. So... A few little things about that. It went gold in 1990. So seven years later, it went gold, and they changed the album cover. Because, I don't know. It, it, I guess yes. in, in, uh, in a way to celebrate that. Um, the original album cover had that kind of this Max Headroom look or something with uh, <laughs> Michael Lee Smith's headshot, you know, floating yeah, over I, a 3D laser box. You know. I, yeah. And uh, 
but it was later updated too. I love the original. Yeah. yeah. I love the original. I wish they. I wish they wouldn't have changed. It was so eighties, you know. Yeah. So eighties. Yep. Yep. Um, well, the 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 one they replaced it with is so eighties. Yes. Yes. So yeah. Just 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 three years right. later, eighties. Yeah. And the <laughs> you know, it got yeah, it got updated with a better picture of him. Right. That looks like it maybe came from the big picture eye to eye era yeah. or something. Yep. Um, but yes, that, but the first one just screams eighties. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know. It, uh, it screams low budget is what it's yes, yes yeah so <laughs> no budget so if you have a little you know homework no budget you know, on that one for me i would be just go back to uh you know we need a savior um be strong and courageous those are all pretty solid great as the lord you know um just fun memories for me yeah that's a good one that's a good one now i did you so you came to that after big picture right is, is that right dan right oh okay. no I'm, i take that back i'm sorry no i had, uh actually had that before big picture that one I oh had. okay yeah. so yep. you did have this one before yep. big picture okay yep. and but did I you did, have two before? i did not have two and then project or big picture came out and i was like whoa yeah okay way right. different than three albums <laughs> yeah so yeah yeah uh but brown brown banister produced brignadello on the bass um so it's still a lot of good players on this. Oh yeah, it's a good, it's a good album. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, what you guys got? Yeah, I uh, used to sneak. I was gonna say I used to sneak this album <laughs> from my brother's collection because he had the the collection, and so he would leave the house, and I was going to his closet and thumb through his records, and I I saw this one of this floating head, and I'm <laughs> like, what is this? Perfect. You know, it looks it looks like uh, it's from a computer, so I throw it in, and there's all these amazing keyboards. I'm like, this is just yeah. fantastic. So, yeah, Project has a special place in my heart, too, for um, for Smitty, and Could It Be the Messiah is one of my all-time favorite Smitty yep. songs, yep. and it's on there, and, and I love singing along to The Race yeah. Is On. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah choice, Dan. another little choice. note that you might not everybody might know, but uh, first light. So that's his uh, instrumental there inside two uh, was originally titled from light on the original vinyl. Oh, interesting. And then they changed it later. So I don't know why, but okay, interesting that it was changed. There you go. Well, I think when we come to this pre nineteen eighty five era, I think this is where the differences between the D's really show up because. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, Dan, Dan, very much like he, he laid his cards on the table and said that, um, you know, he his his journey in this music kind of started with beat the system, hotline, um, mm -hmm. unguarded that that sort of era. Dave and I go back a little further, just kind of into the Jesus music stuff. And so, um, I'm if you're asking me to start going a few years before 1985, I'm probably gonna dig kind of in those veins so it isn't surprising that my choice for a pre-85 album would be phil keggy's town to town that album just oh yeah i just classic I, I again i was a shredder i was a guitar player back then and so my gold standard for guitar players were eddie van halen and anybody that sounded like eddie van halen so or looked like him so um, that's that's kind of what right, I okay. looked for, and and so I I just really wanted that. And Phil K along comes this guy with 
nine and a half fingers named Phil Kagey. Mm. And lo and behold, <laughs> he's a guitar shredder too. And a, an extremely good one. And not only that, he's an amazing singer. Um, and just a, a, and a great songwriter. So I think he, this, this era of albums that he did. And again, I still have my CD copy where wow. um, Mer, Mer went, oh, went nice. back and re-released on two CDs, Town to Town, Flipside, and Play Through Me. So I've got that CD right here. Okay. And it's the one I'm sure I spent some good money on down at Better Book Room. But I've got that CD, those two CDs. <laughs> and so... The, these albums are not on streaming services, so you'll have to go to YouTube. But the the two or three that I would mention on here are probably Full Circle, which has just some of the most blistering Phil Kagey soloing I've ever heard, especially the outro. Um, so listen to the outro of Full Circle, and that's Guitar Hero level playing right there. Um mm. Town to Town is kind of jazzy, smooth kind of sounding, but it's it's a phenomenal take on what it's like to be a touring musician. I'm, that that's a great song. And um, the other one I think I would point people to is Let Everything Else Go, which closes the album, and it's just a really beautiful, kind of pensive Phil Kagey song. He's re-recorded it multiple times, um, but this album's got everything. It's got great players, Alex Acuna, Richard Souther, and he does a duet with Michelle Pilar on What a Wonder You Are. Um, I think his wife Bernadette sings on one of the songs, but it's fantastic. And here's the crazy thing. Part of it was recorded at in Kansas City, Kansas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was recorded really? at Sound Recorders, which probably no longer exists, in Kansas City, Kansas. Keggy lived for a time in Kansas City, and I think it was around this time. And so that that album 1981 sparrow was part of it was recorded in kansas city so my pre-1985 pick is phil kagey's town to town so if you ever see a cd copy in a in a like a goodwill or a ucd place this two cd set of town to town flip side and play through me you need to grab it you need to pick it up it's it's not really good I think sound recorders might have changed their name because they got so confused with for elementary age kids that wanted to play the recorder. Oh, they kept going to the store. Got and, it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sound okay. recorders here. Yeah. 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 What? Well, it's for the children. <laughs> it, they did it for the children. They're like guys, we got to change the name of this place. Right. It's go. for the children. <laughs> <laughs> well, the uh, obviously the music on that album is fantastic. But the other thing that, that sets it apart, and I think we touched on this once, is that the I love the album cover yes. from Town to Town. Um, it, you know, it's something that back in this era or pre-era that that's what artists did. Their album covers were just creative. Oh, you got your attention. Yes. So we just something we just don't okay. see a whole lot anymore. Yes. And so town to town with phil kagey you know he's uh, right. he's hailing a taxi yeah right? and the yep. guys are trying to stuff of. the instruments yep. into the back of the taxi and he's hanging out yes. trying not to get wet right yes <laughs> that's it yes yes okay we need to do a whole other podcast about how yeah christian album covers that just don't cut it so <laughs> and, and ones that do and that's ones good. that are great 
So that's uh, our favorite, right. least favorite Christian album covers. So there we go. We that's we'll promise our listeners right. we'll get to that. Uh, <laughs> yes, that'll be fun. <laughs> All right. So my pre nineteen eighty five pick is uh, about the same era as Derek's. Uh, no surprise after you know what he was saying about our history. Um, so I grew up in, with gospel music in our household, and one of the groups that my parents listened to a lot yes. were the Imperials. Well, come like 79 and 80, they decided to do a couple albums with Michael Marty, producer yes. extraordinaire, who has worked with everybody from Clint Black to Michael Bolton, Dolly Parton, Peter Cetera, Amy, Whitney Houston, the list goes on and on and on. So he does these two great albums. The first one in 79 was One More Song For You, and then in the late 80, they come out with the one I'm going to talk about, which is Priority. And it just kind of took the Imperials into a really pop-esque, earth, wind, and fire uh, R&B type sound. And it just made yeah. it huge. Um, of course, this lineup had a guy named yeah. Half, uh, Jim, Jim Murray, fantastic tenor voice, uh, Armin Morales, bass. And I have to point out, on the album cover, Armin is sporting one of the best 80s oh, terms thank I ever you. saw back in the day. Yes, he kind sure the, is. Kind of the Mike, the Mike Brady, the Mike yes. Brady terms. Yes, yes. <laughs> Perfect. And then uh, and Dave Will was the other imperial at that yes. at that time, but uh, so Priority went on to win a Grammy Award in '81 for Best Gospel Performance, Contemporary or Inspirational. Won the '82 Dove Award. I, I I don't figure this. I don't can't understand this guy. It came out in '80, but it didn't win a Dove Award. Huh. Oh, 82. they had COVID. Um, it was COVID yeah, back then. Yeah. They had COVID. They had to oh, put it off. Okay. That's what that was going on. Yeah, they had an outbreak of COVID in '81. <laughs> So, <laughs> all right. Yep. Me too. That. So they uh, they won the Dove that war that year for Pop Contemporary Album of the Year. Um, like I said, it's uh, it's a very early eighty early eighties sounding album yep. with lots of horns and lots of bass, a lot of R and B. It's just a great album. The highlights: Trumpet of Jesus. Yep. Everybody knows that song. Uh, Finish what you started. It's a great tune. Any any good time at all. Beautiful song that Russ and Tori Taffero called yeah, "He Still nice. My Soul." which is uh, just definitely worth a listen. Part of my favorite is the last track of the album, uh, which they took from Matthew 6.33, Seek Ye First. Now, it's a almost a six-minute long song, but it's just the way it goes from, from slow to fast and slow and the tempo changes. and It's a duet with Jim and Russ singing, and it's just, uh, to me, that's the highlight yeah. of the album for me. But, uh, yeah, Priority, 1980. Um, that's one that uh, I'll still pop in and listen to. Oh, nice. Day. Well, yeah. so Derek, I apologize. I'm not as familiar with Town to Town, but I do know Priority. Yeah. And um, oh my goodness, I love it too. Finish what Finish what you started. Yeah. Um, reminds me of the perfect late '70s, you know, kind of thing. Smooth. Um, something, smooth, something yes. like something like Signed, yeah. Sealed, Delivered from Stevie Wonder or right. September, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yes. It just it just right. had a great pop sound. Um, yeah, without going over the top, right? Being too poppy, I think. And then, yeah. um, any good time at sure. all, just another perfect. So, I guess you can kind of put this in the category of uh, Christian yacht rock, yes, right? yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, what's, what's the song on here that kind of starts good. off with the kind of the harder rock and guitar? Is it there's there's no time till you take it, or or is it isn't that the one that kind of starts off with a little more rock guitar, yeah, I think you're right? Rhythm yeah. Sound? yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. This boy, this this whole trio. Now, remind me again, Dave. You're far more conversant with uh -huh. 
late 70s, early 80s, Imperials and I Am. What were the three albums? Russ was on three albums with the Imperials. Is that right? Um, let's see. He was. They did a live album that he was on too. He was on. Uh, he the. He was on the. the I think it's called Sail on the okay. Live album. I think right. is what it's called. He was on that, and then yes. he was on Heed the Call, and then of course he was on the two Omarion albums. Uh, One priority. more song. For you, okay. Priority. So I, yeah. I, I think I'm more familiar with One More Song for You of the two of, of those two priority and One More Song. Okay. But of course, Trumpet of Jesus is yes. such a everybody that's familiar with this era knows that song and i haven't looked up dave maybe you've looked up the credits on here is is there a strong kind of west coast session musician presence here like abe laboreal or somebody like that i haven't looked at the credits i don't know Uh, let's see you got you got paul you got Uh paul m on drums um martin k walsh on guitar michael marty of course play keyboards um, then you got the saxophone, trombone, trumpets. Um, Marty McCall did back. Okay, from first call. That. Yeah, yeah, bass was uh, Abram. Oh, okay, so it was yeah. Abram Laboreal. Yeah. Okay, yep, so I, yeah, go. I was hearing kind yep. of a smooth Christian yacht rock, like Dan said, and I wondered if Abe, Abe Laboreal was yep. playing bass yeah, on this. Yeah, totally is, yeah. Yeah. Okay, and here's, yep. the, here's <laughs> the other thing I want to bring up about Michael O'Marty, because I don't know if we've ever talked about this. So do you know, okay, his wife, of course, is Stormy O'Martian, right? Mm-hmm. So, right. do you know yeah. who Stormy O'Mardian dated? I think this is before St- Stormy O'Mardian came to the Lord. So, do you know who she dated before she came to the Lord? No. Steve no, Martin. No idea. Yes, that's Steve Martin. Is that yes, right? Wow. That's Steve Martin. Wow. And he, he writes about the jerk. her in the his jerk. autobiography. Yes, the jerk. <laughs> yes. This, so, oh, he writes about her in his autobiography. She made that much of an impression on him. Interesting. Wow. So yeah. That's so crazy. that's the interesting thing about Michael and by yeah. extension Stormy O'Martian. So well, no, this is a great I'm so glad you chose I loved listening to this one again and it's 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 a great one. This this whole era of the Imperials is hard to beat. Well and of course for me really on this album the standout tracks are one where Russ sings. Oh for know? sure. So, I mean, for sure. Yeah. Um I mean yeah, I just think on. he's one of the greatest vocalists we've the, had. Yep. Um so again, if you, yep. if any listeners want to hear, go back to our Rust Half self-titled deep dive. Um, it's just got such good music. Yeah. Um, you know, "Be Still My yep. Soul," another great one. Just a good haunting, lingering ballad. I mean, almost a lullaby. I don't know what you call that, but it's just mm-hmm. interesting, different, kind of a calming reassurance song. Um, so yeah, "Into My Life," another great one. But yeah, you can listen to this one over and over again. Yeah, <laughs> and it, it's on Spotify, yep. so go check it yeah. out. It is, yep. All right. How about post well, now? Throw post ninety five. No. We'll throw one more free. Oh no. Uh, yeah. okay. This is off no. the script. What? Okay. I'm no, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. Well, and then I won't go too long into it. But uh, the other one is White Heart's Vital Signs. Uh, I mean, again, we haven't talked uh, a ton about White Heart yet, but uh, nineteen eighty four. Um, and, and by the way, just to real quick, throw this out here. Despite all of Whiteheart's longevity and all their best of albums and all that, and all their Christian music success, they have never won a Dove Award. Let's just yeah, move criminal. on from that. <laughs> I just <laughs> I don't even know what to say. <laughs> so yeah, it's just I'm just gonna throw that there for an honorable mention. Um, yeah, if you want to go back and listen to that one, it's just another the, got the a lot less, of great anthems on it. The less said about that, the better. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's just so okay. So post. Do you want me to? I'll start then. 
All right. All right. So sure. also probably no surprise from 1998. I'm like Supernatural by DC Talk. I knew <laughs> oh, I, I, okay. I, I didn't know. So that's, yeah. Okay, good. Uh, I mean, certified platinum. It's three years after Jesus Freak. It's an amazing follow-up for, I think, to, to Jesus Freak. Because that's a big hurdle to, be, to try yeah. to follow that one up. Yep. No kidding. Uh, it didn't find the same success, of course, as Jesus Freak. Um, but I thought it was just extremely creative uh, messaging on point. Um, Into Jesus is on that record. Perennial radio favorite. You know, they play it over and over again. And then they had a song, yep. you know, before social media, they addressed all the haters with the song called My Friend So Long. Which I thought mm-hmm. was very interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, and then yeah. a couple other just quick uh, notes here. Uh, in season six of American Idol, Chris Sly did "Want to Be Loved" by DC Talk. He sang oh, that right. song to the judges. Wow. Now, of course, the judges hammered him. <laughs> the judges really? didn't, didn't like the song. They're like, "Not a good song choice." Oh, but wow. you know, but uh, by golly, Simon Cowell, I like the song. So. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's a good. So, you know, I, I you know what I think of that, Simon Cowell. I think that's out of bounds. <laughs> out of bounds. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, you know, on, on Spotify, I have an I have an all time favorite playlist, and Supernatural. That song yeah. is on it. I just it's it's for me. It's oh. like my super serum. It just gets me so fired up. Um, and then and then the yep. song in there called "The Truth" was originally recorded because when I heard the song, I was like, this just sounds like it was so fit. It was, it was originally recorded for the X-Files, the album. Oh, really? And oh, really? It, it by DC never, Talk? Uh-huh. It never okay. made that album, but, of course, they recorded it and stuck it on this album. So oh, Perfect. Yeah. So, anyways, that's my... Oh, I go back and listen to that one all day. Yeah. Well, and Consume has always been one of my yeah. favorite DC Talk songs. I mean, it's just a smooth radio hit that you can listen to over yeah. and yeah. over. Yeah. Great song. It's supernatural. I've got a few headaches. Right. <laughs> exactly. Me too. Love that Perfect. song too. I've also I've also since learned with this podcast, I am all about the overproduction and the shredding. So this one fits right in. <laughs> it yes. It's Dan is playing according to type by liking this album. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's great good. choice, that's Dan. Good. I, I I have to be honest, I'm not I, I know Jesus Freak a little bit. Of course, I know Free at Last because we played that one to death at Z91, and I loved it. Um, and I don't know this one at all, so I have to go back and listen to Supernatural. So I have my homework now. That's my homework yeah. is to go back and listen to that. Okay, It's worth a listen. And uh, our buddy that we've mentioned, it seems like every the podcast, Mark Heimerman, uh, wrote a, produced and wrote a lot of these songs okay. with those guys. Good so to Good to know. Yeah. Okay, well, one. I'll go out, out of bounds. Hey, Dan, can I have the whistle there? Can, oh, can you give me the uh, give me the whistle? Yep, hang on. Okay, get that. Here we go. go. Whistle for Okay, thank you. Yeah, out of, out, of out of bounds. So I'm going out of bounds post 1995, <laughs> but I'm only going out of bounds by one year. So I'm I'm only going okay. to 1996, and that is with uh, Susan Ashton's "A Distant Call." And so okay. this um, to put this kind of uh, where 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 I am in my life. Um, there's not a lot on this album on the internet. I did try to do some searching for backstories or recording or that sort of thing. And just, I, I couldn't come up with much on the story of the making of this album. 
So I'll just have to I'll just have to fill in that lack of information with the story of my consuming of this album. You're because done. I don't have any okay. stories about the making of this album. So this album came out two years or two I'm sorry, two months before my wife and I got married. So uh we I distinctly remember on our honeymoon driving through uh Kansas City and we visited a Christian bookstore up there. We just stopped off. And we picked up a few books and some CDs. And one of the CDs that we picked up was Susan Ashton's A Distant Call, which I still have right here. So I still have. And I've lost. Oh, no, it was stolen. Stolen. (laughs) Probably. Yeah, it was stolen. Go back and visit many previous episodes for the backstory. (laughs) Um, But uh, this, what I did find about this album online is kind of critics hating it. It's just more of the same. It just doesn't break any new ground. Ho-hum, another Susan album. We've heard this before. In fact, Mark Allen Powell in the Encyclopedia of Contemporary Christian Music talks about it. And he says, let me go back to it here. I was just going to say, is it actually, it's probably not in the hundred, of course. No, it's not in the hundred greatest Christian albums of all time. And in the giant encyclopedia that Mark Allen Powell puts out, um, he calls it, um, looking for it here. So he says it's just, um, oh, I'm not finding it. It's just more of the same. Oh, okay. Uh, A Distant Call has Ashton working with three different producers, Wayne Kirkpatrick, Brown Bannister, and Michael Lamartian. Um, But it's just more of what her fans have come to expect. So, Mm -hmm. um, and I can see that on a few of the songs. uh, Blindside, um, A Crooked Man. But... There are some of my favorite Susan songs ever on this. Hmm. And I got to give a shout out first to the band, which includes um, various folks. Uh, Steve Brewster plays drums on most of the album. Tommy Sims is on a lot of the album. When it's not Tommy, it's Jimmy Lee. So you've got Jimmy Lee Slows, Tommy Sims. When it's not either of those guys, it's some guy named Mike Brignardello. So (laughs) the bass chair is well taken care of on this album. Um, You've got some of the members of Alan Krause, Allison Krauss's Union Station. So you've got Dan Tominski and Ron Block from her band. Um, in fact, Allison sings on the last song, which is Love Profound. Um, so that's that song uh, has that. Uh, Body and Soul is easily one of my favorite uh, Susan albums. Uh, one of my favorite Susan songs, Body and Soul, is kind of, uh, if you've not heard that, it's kind of riffing on the um, the Heidelberg Catechism, which is a, a Reformed Catechism that asks uh, the very first question, what is your only comfort in life and in death? And the answer is that I'm not my own, but belong body and soul in life and death to my faithful Savior, Jesus Christ. And so... Wayne, I think, knew the Heidelberg Catechism question one and kind of wrote that into the chorus where it says, um, 
There's a hope that I see. There's a freedom in me. There's a comfort in death and in life. And of course, what is my only, what is your only comfort in life and death? Knowing that I belong to the Savior who's making me whole, body and soul. So that's a, that's a great song. That, also part of that co-written with Chris Eaton. That's right. That's right. right. Yeah. You're exactly right. Chris Eaton, Susan and Wayne. So yeah. great, a great trio right there. The, the one song that I want to point out on here that I just, it's hard for me to even talk about it. because It just so reminds me of my wife and that's spinning like a wheel. Um, I think it's the fifth, fifth song on the album. Um, I've so many times just put the song on and we've slow danced in our, in our living room with all the kids going yuck, you know, that yes. sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. But that's just, it's just, it's a love song through and through. It's just a love song. Um, but, you know, we heard it, you know, when we were on our honeymoon and that song has always just kind of been one of our songs. So this album has so much history and good nostalgia for me. So it was really easy to pick Susan's A Distant Call. I, I love this album. Oh, and one other song I'll point out, Lonely River, which is the next to last song. That is such a stunning lyric from Wayne. I think it's Wayne. I'm, I'm pulling the... Is it Wayne? It, it, it is, because I wrote that in the notes here. That was one of the things I was going to point out about that song. I mean, Wayne's lyrics are just unbelievable. Yeah. And Michael, Michael W. and Wayne on that one. Michael W. wrote the music. That's and it's right. some of the best music Smitty Michael's it. ever written. And uh, yeah. the, the bass player on that is the late Jackie Street. So there you go. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. Wayne just in the, in the lyrics talks about a lonely river that meanders like a road stretching out into the great unknown. And then in the third verse, Lonely River, I think I'm a lot like you, winding on in hopes to find the sea and flooded by uncertainties, the current can be strong, but drifting toward our destinies, the arm of God is long. And I believe that through this journey till we're finally home, Lonely River, we will never run alone. And the, the string arrangement on this, Michael's music, it's, it's easily one of the best songs Susan's ever done. And her... Her vocal delivery is stunning, of course, because it's Susan. And those two songs, Spinning Like a Wheel and Lonely River, are just two absolute highlights. That If they ever do a, yeah. another Greatest Hits, uh, Susan Ashton, Lonely River definitely needs to be on there. And Spinning Like a Wheel. So that is my, that's my post-95 album on streaming well, services. So go, well, go I just find it remind people too that i mean again also like you just said some great players on this oh <laughs> i mean face yes. chair you know white heart players all over this thing yep uh, and then here and here we talked about michael Lamartian back in you know pre-1985 yeah. we were just talking about 1980 and here we are talking about him again yes exactly. in 1996 right. yeah. so it's it's yeah. i mean she's got some great folks on this helping her out yeah, um the credits on this album go on for like it seems like two yeah. pages. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah, it plays it's on this. so good. Were, did you guys were you guys much well, into Susan at this time? Oh, of? I love. Yeah, I think she's got some great albums. Yeah, all of them. Uh, yeah. My favorite on this one is All Kinds of People. Oh, that's a good you song. Know, so right, right, yes. out, right out, out of the box. Um, Cheryl Crow wrote the wrote all. Yeah, that. so I was gonna say. Yeah. So Cheryl Crow, that? yeah, yep, that Cheryl um, Crow. Great song. And then uh, the vocals, of course, on that song are great. And then the bass on that song is just fantastic. And of yeah. course, it's Tommy. 
So yes, yep. I'm, ta- I'm talking about the base again. Yep. Um, There's a theme going on here. <laughs> that might be even out of bounds. That might be out of bounds. That, that's out of bounds. bounds. 15 yards. <laughs> hey, hey, real quick. I, I, I thought of this while I was doing Susan Ashton listening. And do you guys remember? Maybe you don't remember, but I know you heard Susan Ashton before you knew she was Susan Ashton. Do you know where you okay. heard her before she was Susan Ashton? No. Because uh, I know you did. No. Okay, so With take a trip computer back. brains. Yes, she was the she was the keyboard player. The computer voice brain. on computer brains. Yes. Brain. Was she on that one? <laughs> yes, she was. <laughs> no, actually, she was on Witch Hunt. Wow. She was the guy. She was the person that said, "How about a little fire, oh, Scarecrow?" Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's an wow. amazing start. Cool. Yeah, it's a, a ubiquitous start to be sure. <laughs> um, so, no, she did the duet. She was the female vocalist and duet uh, on the 1987 title track for Wayne Watson's Watercolor Ponies. Oh, yep. oh really? So when you go back and listen, if you go back and listen to Watercolor Ponies. Uh, With yep, Cletus. So it, she is listed in the credits, and I, I still have my CD copy of Watercolor Ponies. It's right here. Nice. So I do All have right. it. And um, she is listed as Susan Ray Hill, and that's that's her. That's huh. that is her. Wow. So, you Crazy. first heard Susan right. Ashton on Watercolor Ponies by Wayne Watson. Yep. Did so there you go. That. Hey, another another one I uh-huh. liked on this CD was uh, Crooked Man. Right after All Kinds of People. Oh it yeah. Really has really has that almost like a Peter Gunn kind of feel to it. Yep. At the very beginning there. <laughs> nice. Uh, I hadn't thought so, of that. And Blindside. That was yeah. fantastic. So yeah, so lots of lots of great music on here. Yeah, yeah, very easy to listen yep. to this album. It's just uh, you know, not overproduced. Just a, just a yeah, it's very album. organic sounding. I, I do agree with that. It's aged yeah. very well. Very, it has. All right, so my post nineteen ninety five album is almost as far out of bounds as you can go. I mean, my foot is right on the Ooh, white line. Dan, give it to him. Give it to him, so Dan. I need the no. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Oh, I gotta, yeah. Oh. Yep, out of bounds. That's uh, too far out of bounds. Yeah. Out of bounds. All right, there we go. It's from 2000, and it's another male ensemble group. New Songs Sheltering Tree is the album that I chose to, uh, wow. to talk about. Wow. This is my favorite incarnation of New Song. Billy Goodwin and Eddie Carswell, of course, family members. Uh, but Russ Lee left, and so they brought in Michael O'Brien, a fantastic uh, vocalist. Uh, Steve Richel and former Truth member Matt Butler joined, and he's still with them. Uh, but this had so many uh, radio hits off this album. You know, Red Letter Day, Defining Moment, which is my, I think is my all-time favorite new song. Yes. Song. Uh, Wide Open, Wonderful One, and then, of course, The Christmas Shoes. Yes. No, Shoes is that shoes. on here? It's it's a bonus. It's listed as the Christmas bonus, wow. the last track on the album. Yeah. But um, this album, too, has a lot of great players on it. In fact, they've got uh, Chris yep. Harris playing bass, Jerry McPherson on guitar, uh, guest guest artist Natalie Grant, Charlie Peacock, wow. uh, Chris Rodriguez, wow. Rebecca St. James. My goodness. Uh, the, here you go, playing bass, the late Jackie yep. Stevens again. There you go. And uh, Mac Powell. And Mac Powell, Powell from Third Day. Wow. That's right. So, um, yeah, this is one that we actually, we were, uh, we moved recently and we were unboxing the other day and I, I, I was able to unbox all my CDs. And so we started another room and I'm like, I'm gonna grab a CD 
and listen to something. I just happened to see this one. I haven't listened to this in a while. I just forgot how good this album is from song to song to song. I mean, it's fantastic all the way through. So um, to me, it's their best album. And I think it's one that, um, you know, definitely ushered in 2000 CCM, but it was still, it, it could still easily fit into our wow. era, you know, that we talk about the great musicianship yeah. and, and the creativity <laughs> and all that. But uh, yeah, that was my choice. Sheltering Tree, new song, 2000. Highly well, and don't for, don't forget the album cover where they look like they are not happy with you. Oh, yeah, well, I, I can't understand that. <laughs> yeah. Looks like you just did something they didn't like you to do. They were coming yeah, to figure out what the. <laughs> it sounds like they want yeah, they want know. Dan to blow the whistle and call it out. <laughs> That's right. Kind of what it sounds like. Yeah. Out of bounds. Yeah. Out of bounds. Out of bounds. Out of bounds. Well, yeah, they are not happy. So this. Yeah. <laughs> they're not. So the other thing I was going to point out is this album came out about the time they started this little uh, concert called Winter Jam. Yes. And then they also were doing Summer Jam at the ah. time. And they were, they did it at smaller venues. I remember the first one that was here in Wichita was at uh, Century mm -hmm. 2. And, of course, now it's at Interest, the big arena, and you can't get in. They turn away thousands of people. Yep. But it's just amazing how these guys have grown that into into what really is during the first quarter of the year. I think it's pretty regularly like the number one tour yeah um and that is that's over secular actually wow. it's an amazing showcase yeah of lots of different yeah, artists it is. Yeah. You, have, you have to go you yeah. got to go through rap and rock and metal and yeah. back to pop again and then out comes new song i mean it's it's very eclectic yeah but it's a lot of fun yeah yeah, I, yeah. I have a hunch why these guys look the way they do on the album cover i okay. think maybe they were not excited okay. to get their album cover picture taken in the atrium of a bank <laughs> right. Maybe that's it. Looks, that's like, it. looks right. like they just stole something. You're just like, right, they got hey, caught. Hey, buddy, yeah. That's hey, surveillance video. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's it's surveillance. Nice. It's a surveillance picture. That's what it is. Yeah. So they went in for a loan and were denied, <laughs> and that's why they're mad. <laughs> they're exiting the the bank. Yeah. And they're all in black too. That right. Kind of well, they should have known that six guys walking into a bank all dressed in black were not going to get a loan. <laughs> There's no way. It's not gonna get the There's just no way. How are we gonna finance the album now, guys? We don't. We couldn't get a well, bank. We couldn't get a loan. Who? Who? Yeah. They needed, like, like, I was gonna say they they need to go trade in a pair yes, of shoes. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Home. Yes. Who, new song. Who, who, sorry. Who are you? I'm new song. <laughs> <laughs> Which one of you guys is new song? <laughs> oh, we all are. Oh, security. We all are. <laughs> security. <laughs> well, so I'm guessing this will probably make our episode about covers. Right? Uh, well, it depends on if we go out of bounds. That's right. Out of yeah, bounds. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We did yep. the whistle. So, yep. Yeah, totally out of, right out of bounds. Now, if we do an out of bounds <laughs> album cover episode, this might be a strong contender out of the gate. Yep. Okay. So. Yep. All right. uh, nothing against new song. I have not heard this album at all. So I, you can bet your bottom dollar that I will take it upon myself to do my homework and listen to it. I totally will. It's I will. Your time, I will listen opinion. to it. Okay. Yeah, I, definitely I familiar. To definitely it. familiar with some of the songs, but not the entire album. Yep. Yeah. I, I'm there. I'll listen to it. Yeah. Good. Outstanding. Well, good. Any other like honorable mentions for you guys or anything or? Anything else that kind of were like, ooh, you're struggling between? Yeah, I thought about Mark Schultz's debut. Um, I think that was like 90, 
Was that 98, 99, somewhere mm, around there? Probably, I'm yeah. I'm not sure. I think so. Um, I when 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 uh, we mentioned that we're going to do more than one, I immediately thought of uh, doing Tommy Sims's solo album "Peace and Love" from two thousand. Mm-hmm. But okay. I kind of am jonesing for a deep dive on that, an out of bounds deep dive. So, mm-hmm. okay. uh, since we're all just such Tommy Uber fans, that one might be easy to twist everyone's arm and 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 get on board with that. Um, sure. So that one, I and then the other one was an early Petra album. Um, More power to you, not of this world, never say die. Okay, I just, I mean, I'm with Dave. I I just loved those albums right when they came out. I mean, they yeah. literally a lot of good ones there. Yeah, I didn't. Those yep. came mm-hmm. out when I was just in the process of falling in love with CCM. So I fell in love with those albums as they hit the bookshelf. You know, as they hit the bookstore. So right. Those were, all, you know, yeah. for me, there's so many past 1995 because, you know, we were really again in the formative years. I think of kind of CCM 1985 to 1995, and then you get past that, and then it just for me, it just keeps going. Yeah, uh, Audio Adrenaline, I could have done those. Lots of Newsboys albums I like. Um, yep. And I think at the end of this, I'll probably think, oh man, I should have talked about another album, <laughs> but <laughs> of course, but no, it. Yep. I mean, Supernatural. 1998 can't go wrong with that one um so yeah it's it's a lot of fun the other one i the other one i was really thinking about doing was um and again we might do a i could i could see me twisting an arm to do um a deep dive into pfr's them which came out it's only one year outside about out of bounds you know came out in 96 so um but it's just them going in kind of a it's still on vireo it's still on sparrow they hadn't gone to Squint yet, so um, it's still very much in their kind of Vireo Sparrow heyday, um, just with a little bit of harder edge. So I don't know if you guys are familiar with PFR's Them, but that's a great album. It starts. I have a copy, Derek. Yeah, I, 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 copy. I don't have my handy, but I do too. Good, good job. <laughs> Dan used to. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Dan uh. used to have a copy. Okay. Somebody else talked there. about it in a previous episode. Right. right. Shout out to the thief that stole Dan's CD collection. If you're listening, that's right. That's right. First of all, repent. Second of all, return Dan's right. CDs, please. That's right. Well, this was good. I think we should do another uh, out of bounds oh, for sure. in the future. For sure. Yeah. So if you need any yep. uh, yeah, homework, you know, we've got some great albums to listen to right there. Um, it's, and it, especially some of those great yacht rock songs. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. So check those out. But uh, okay, well. Wrap this up and uh, thank you guys so much for going down that road again. This is Dan, Derek, Dave, CCM and 3D. Thanks for joining us. Yeah. Uh, looking back at some of these uh, Out of Bounds albums. Yeah. Have a great week, everyone. Yep. Talk to you next time.